Manimal here. It's Wednesday, February 7th, and today on a brand new episode of Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I are going to go around the league and talk about everything that's happened since we were on the air last. We're also going to talk about some extensions and what that should mean for the Rangers and their young players. We're also going to talk about AL West rival Oakland A's. So join us today for all that and more Texas Rangers with the boys. I'm Jack Leiter, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And hey, we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK. Don't forget your Texas Rangers are your 2023 World Series champions defending that honor. And we are getting right up against pitchers and catchers reporting so that that day is coming really soon if you want to hear me talk about the rangers on social media you can find me at kevin lee frazier that is f-r-a-z-i-e-r you can also find texas rangers with the boys on social media at tx rangers wtb and hey don't forget to check us out on the world wide web at texas rangers with the boys.com all one word yes sir and joining me the two animals, the the twenty five pounder and the three hundred pounder. Now one guy's up here. It's been a year. This kid's weighed twenty five pounds. Are you feeding him? Yeah, we're feeding him, but he just keeps getting longer and doesn't get any. Isn't isn't getting any heftier? He's just getting longer. Just are we are we talking about this is going to be like a six foot eleven bean pole that we've got coming up coming up here? You know, I think him and Grant Wolfram might be able to might be able to look eye to eye before it's all is, said is and done. Throwing, is he throwing left handed yet? Or are we going to make trying, that happen? Trying to get him to. I'm trying to get him to use the the left handed fork. We're right, starting with yeah, the, starting early. Yeah, you got yeah. you got to do that. You want to get him to, you know, if you got to, you know, even if he only hits six five, we, we got us mm-hmm. a left hander on our hand. You know, we have a six five lefty. We're 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 talking yeah. we're talking college road trip games that's what we're talking that's, that's what it is and we will and it won't be the way that i'll be doing it when i'm taking him to illinois games during mm. michigan games to mm. make sure he's not watching those because mm. we're me and him are in champagne because we're be, flying uh, up having a yeah he's gonna have a good he's gonna have a good childhood yeah what's well, gonna be a pretty wild time out at the big house uh for for opening game this year considering that the uh Considering that that our Michigan Wolverines are the uh, the NCAA football national champions, it was okay because he's already an Illinois fan. I can feel it in his heart. You can feel it in his heart. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, you know, hey, uh, we were, when when you were doing the opening today, all I could think was like, man, I hope he forgets so I can do it again. That's a you know because oh man, talk if you about listen to the farm show. If you listen to the farm show today, you got to hear the man will do the opening, and I'm in. Let's just say some of my finer work on this podcast. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah. But yeah. it's a one time, you know, like you might get it once every blue moon. Maybe we can't get together and I got to do a show by myself or whatever. But for the most part, that's a, you know, I mean, I'm, you got to pay a dollar ninety nine to, to get that. But if you want to, if you want to hear my sports, hot sports opinions, you can find me on Twitter at Manimal Bull, Instagram Manimal 300 and both TikTok and Facebook at Bull Pro. And, uh, you know, I would be uh, remiss if I didn't tell everybody about our sponsor for the show today, Matt Warpro Wrestling, who will be back at Martin House Brewing on Saturday, March 24th for the Hell's Half Acre Tournament. It in- includes a battle royal, two four-way dances, a tape fist match, and a winner-take-all main event. So come on out for a big night of wrestling. There's going to be all the Martin House brews on tap. You can get some food out there, and you can get some desserts from our friends at Starry's Ice Cream. So come on out March 24th. It's going to be a big time Saturday night. You got nothing else to do. Baseball doesn't start until the next Thursday. So you got a couple of days. Come on out and watch some wrestling. Absolutely. And you didn't head fake me on the uh on the on the the commercial this time. Because every time you finish your thing, I'm like, all right, he's done, and then I get ready to talk. And you're like, oh, don't wait, wait a second, wait a second. Wait a second. Yeah, yeah. No, I was I no was trying fake. to be wait, more first. like a, a like a you know, like I know what I'm doing on here tonight. <laughs> You, uh, After that big opening yesterday on the down ooh. on the farm show, like, I'm in. I've officially made myself a superstar. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm a Von Eric now, you know. Oh, love that! Hey, you know what's funny is like the whole time I'm sitting here doing the open. That's all I can think about. It was like, how great mine was yesterday. That yeah, well, that and I was like, don't blow it, Kev. Don't yeah, he'll be doing. He'll be taking my job, and then it'll yeah, be a, yeah. I'll just sit here with the kids. boring, monotone, manimal show here in a couple of months. Oh man, in in whatever we did, we did it well because the the little manimal is passed clean out right got now. Him. We got him, so maybe <laughs> it's time to start talking baseball now. Yeah, well, so for all my dads out there, you know that that just that that, that <laughs> big breath of fresh air when the kid actually falls, you're like, oh god, yes. Oh, now let's talk some baseball. Um, a lot around the new around the league stuff. Uh, Rangers not a lot, a lot of action with the Rangers. I think they're they're just kind of really figuring out, getting everything situated with uh, Jordan Montgomery, just with you know getting all the getting all the details ironed out. Uh, that's not an official report. Yeah, no, I don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that that's even true. I, I mean, I can't really you know confirm that for sure. Can you deny? No, I can't nor can deny it either though. Yeah, they cannot confirm or deny, but uh, you know we all can. We're all holding out our hope. So, uh, but let's get around the league. I mean, gosh, where do we start, man? Yeah, let's let's start with the uh, Dallas boy Clayton Kershaw. Okay, let's say yeah, yeah. Huh. you know, like I you know, really- this is the first year in what, like, since he signed that like three-year, ninety million dollar contract in like seventeen or eighteen or whatever that mm-hmm. I've actually been like. I could care less if Kershaw came to the Rangers. We got guys on the DL. He's going to start the season on the DL. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the first time like that he's been a free agent probably in his career that I wasn't like, man, I'd love him to play for the Rangers. And at this point now, I mean, he's getting to a point that maybe it's best that he plays for the Dodgers his whole career. Yeah, I also think like it just wouldn't – I think for sure if he was healthy, 
he'd probably be playing for the Rangers. It could have been a, yeah, a completely different situation because he's the type of guy that they would have been interested on a one-year deal. And, you know, if he would have been healthy, I could very easily see him, you know, being, you know, here, but with him not being healthy, the Rangers already having DeGrom Scherzer and Malley on the, the DL. There's just no real, real reason for him to come here at all this year. And, uh, you know, for the Dodgers, they've got some guys that, you know, they, I don't know that they're just wholeheartedly believing they're going to be healthy in June or July whenever Kershaw is back healthy and he'll be more reinforcements for a you know, what deep, deep team that you know, they got richer too, right? Because they signed Ryan Brazier too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good sign for them. And, I mean, he was like on a – it's like a one with an option, and I think it's a club option. So, you know, I think it was like seven million too. So it wasn't like it was super expensive. Uh, but uh, I saw when the Dodgers started making moves, I was like, oh, okay, they're going to be there. You know, they they traded a, a guy over to the Yankees, and then they released a guy, and I'm like, okay, they got some more signings in them. Yeah, but I'm going to be honest. Like, what's their rotation again? Like, what's their – what's It's Yamamoto and it's huh? Walker Bueller who's mm-hmm. going to be out to start the season. And then they've got Tyler Glass now and um, the Wilson kid uh, um, that pitched – or no, Bobby Miller um, mm-hmm. who had a good rookie campaign. And uh, um, I can't remember who else is in that thing, but they've That's got some – point thank you yeah yeah it's not a thing all that money just killer yeah all that money and i mean we we all like i guess we want to believe like and not not and i'm not a dodger fan but i do kind of want to believe that yamamoto is going to be a good good ball player but we don't know um and you know they're gonna miss a year of otani pitching this year and um you know they may be looking to yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're, they're always so deep, and they've always got guys that are healthy. Bueller's hurt, so he's not going to be starting the season. We don't know what he's going to I don't think it – I mean, I, as far as I know, I don't think it's going to be anything that's too long. And, I mean, hopefully for the, for the game of baseball's sake with Walker Bueller, he is good because you want him to be a good free agent going into next year's class. And, mm-hmm. and there's another guy on the market that's going to be, you know – you know, driving the market up, and and that's like the kind of guys that you want out there on the market. Yeah, I just think it's interesting that Dodgers have spent all this money, yet they really have only gotten. I mean, I know Glass. I mean, Glass now is not. He's not an innings. Durable, that's for sure. Yeah, he hasn't proven that he can go two hundred for a season, and I mean, you got Yamamoto, who you know still, even though he's a he's definitely he's an unproven commodity. So uh, interesting, interesting with the Dodgers. All, all of that to say that they still really don't even have probably a top. Where would you, would you put them in the top ten pitching staff? Murders um, probably somewhere close to ten. Right. You know, I mean, uh, but you know, at, right now with the Rangers to start the season, I would say they're probably closer to fifteen. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, with um, the injury. So. Uh, yeah, I think what the uh, what the uh, um, Dodgers are going into the season with on paper looks better than what the Rangers are going on into 
into the season with and, you know, similar lineups that are going to produce. And there's no reason to believe that the Rangers aren't going to get real production from, uh, you know, all those guys in their, in their, uh, you know, lineup because they, I mean, they produced last year. They're get They're not guys that are, on downward swings or on downward trajectories. They're all guys that are still pretty much in the prime of their careers. And uh, so, you know, I mean, you'd like to believe that that lineup next year is going to be as uh, lethal as it was this year. And and the starting pitching, all it's got to do is hang around and get it to a much improved bullpen. So let's um, – Did I get off on a Rangers? Because, you know, this is a Rangers show. Sometimes I love it's hard it. to – not I, talk I, about so the Rangers. Like, I mean, like as much as the Dodgers are going to be awesome or whatever, like Mookie Betts was saying, like, oh, we're everybody's World Series or whatever. It's like, I mean, let's talk about the guys that were in the World Series last year and mm-hmm. put, uh, put the flowers on their on their name that they deserve because, I mean, Corey Seager, there's no reason to believe that he shouldn't be uh, healthy for spring or for the uh, start of the season. And if he's not, it's going to be right you know, right as April starts, um, you know, uh, again, it, he should be everything he was last year. And I hope maybe missing a spring training doesn't hurt him. But at the end of the day, I mean, Marcus Simeon is uh, still a durable, tremendous second baseman. Josh Young should be a, another year better. Nate Lowe, another year better. Um, the same can be said with Leody Tavares, Adolis Garcia, and Jonah Heim. So yeah. as great as as great as the Dodgers are, I mean that lineup right there. And you know, I mean they're going to have a lot of guys at spring competing for an opportunity to DH, and and who knows, they may even find themselves in a position to put a one year on JD Martinez and bring him here to hit. Man, I, I love it, and I love the just the – I just love the – I don't know what you want to call it. Just the, well, the, the – the, There's a lot good to talk about the Rangers, and I know it's hard when you're looking at Twitter or you're looking in, at, at fans and you're you're thinking, oh, we've got we've to upgrade tremendously. But, I mean, I really don't think you do, and I think they're going to be a good ball club, and I think that bullpen is going to be much improved. I mean, David Robertson – was a really good closer last year before he went to Miami and kind of got put in a different role and wasn't as successful. But, like, I mean, you know, uh, Kirby Yates, the same thing. He was really good for Atlanta last year. Um, Atlanta, you know, he's used pitching in a situation like in Atlanta last year. That's that's a good team trying to win a division. You know, the, the pressure's on every time you go out there. Um, so the Rangers have those options, and I think the Rangers are they're they're going to be – they're going to be, uh, you know, in the position to be right back in the same spot they were last October. No, I think they're going to be in the mix. And I, and I, what I love, absolutely love, is that we took, that we took a, a round Dodger league. section, like yes. a Dodger uh, moment, and turned ah. it into a Ranger moment. Because yes, you know, man. Because instead man. of talking about who's. It's supposed to be everybody's World Series. Let's talk about the guys that were in the World Series. They're not actually, the guys that went home playing yeah. the guys that went to the World Series. Yeah, they didn't. Um, yeah, they, I mean, they got beat by the Diamondbacks who went to the World Series. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. like. Well, First round. Yeah, I mean, well, I'd rather talk about Jordan Lawler than the Dodgers. Good Ooh, Dallas Jordan. boy, you know. Heck, that's a heck of a subject. 
Well, hey, let's do we have more? We got more around the league, don't we? Oh, yeah, we got to keep going, right? I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, Jacob Junis signed with Milwaukee after they trade uh, Burns away. You know, they got to have somebody to eat some innings. And Junis, uh, he was a swing man last year with San Francisco, had a um, starts and worked out of the bullpen. And, uh, you know, he's not bad. He's got one of the better sliders in the big leagues. So, you know, he, he can, he's an outgetter. And, uh, you know, Milwaukee needs somebody to get outs for him right now. Milwaukee, I, again, <coughs> just, what, what I love about baseball, like, and I probably say this over and over again, but that's just kind of part of what we do anyway. Um, but what I love about baseball in, in, in MLB is that, like, teams don't always have to have the best players everywhere. And you think about what Milwaukee's doing or you think about what Seattle's doing, and it's like, yeah, it may not work out, and it may help them save a little bit of money, but sometimes these teams go – you remember the movie Major League? They go Major League on on you. They rally together, and they prove everybody wrong, and it happens every single year the twins do it oh, like every- yeah because there's gonna be a team that was in Oakland does it every first year, year. gonna be trending way upward and it could be Detroit it could be um mm. you know teams that weren't very good last year that you know are trending up could be St. Louis they made some moves to upgrade their pitching staff uh so mm. you never know and they got young players yeah. that are gonna make steps forward so there's a lot of teams. I mean, one team that it isn't going to be is the Rockies. But, you know, we got one more thing, one more guy to talk about before we get into what will uh, eventually get us into Rangers talk. Jose Altuve signs a five-year, $125 million extension with the uh, Houston Astros. A $15 million signing bonus. It's for 35 for the next couple of years. The last couple of years, it's uh, 10 a year in his 38 and 39 season, something like that. So Altuve, probably an Astro for life. He's got, he's a 950 or so hits away from 3000. I would expect him to get that over the course of the next six seasons. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, um, if we're still doing this together in 12 years or whatever, um, there's a good chance we're talking about Jose Altuve uh, at this time going into the hall of fame. So totally off subject, but definitely a rabbit hole. You don't, do you think that with all the, the, the backlash that the steroid era guys got, like, do you think there's going to be any backlash for this Houston, this Houston team that had the controversy and all that? Do you, do you think there's going to, I mean, Pete Rose, think about. I think there'll be some, I mean, because Beltron is kind of feeling it right now on the, all-star ballot, but we're also talking it's going to be 12 years from now when Altuve hits it for the first time if he plays out this extension. Well, but remember, like, we're we're 20, we're 23, 24 years from, Steroids. you know, 20-something years from... Uh, we're, the, we're, what, 20 years now from the uh, Mitchell report. Strike. Yeah, from the... Uh, and 30 years from the strike and... Okay, uh, sorry, right. Yeah. The boss thing, the strike. So, like, they ain't forgot a thing. Like, ain't nobody forgot nothing. Like, yeah, so I imagine, I mean, but Altuve, you know, I mean, he, he may slide around it. He may, you know, get that David Ortiz kind of, mm, you know. The, he's yeah. Uh, who knows? I mean, he was kind of the guy that, like, put his face in the front of it and said, hey, you know, I, 
The first thing he always kept saying, though, was I wasn't a part of it, and I don't know. You know, that's hard to believe. Hard yeah. to believe the whole team's doing it, and Altuve is like, nah, I don't need this. Right. I don't do it. Everybody else do it but me. So, who knows? I mean, but he's going to be an Astro his whole career, and that's probably for the best. I mean, you know, we just talked about Kershaw, and now he, we probably think he should end his career with the Dodgers, and same thing with Altuve. Right. No, I, I think honestly, though, for the for just uh, uh, like back on kind of subject, but I do think the Altuve move is kind of a classy move by Houston. Uh, we, yeah, we... yeah, because they got to get something out of the way, and they got to you know, because especially with like we said, the they've got you know three really key free agents at the end of next season, and now they you know they've got that down to two, and they got to decide whether they're going to give Berkman money now, and uh, we'll see what the future holds for Verlander. Yeah, yeah, we we will see what the future holds. It's going to be an interesting couple of years for. I hope it's like an eight ERA this year. If that's well, um, no, and I think with Houston, like again, we're not previewing Houston right now, but I think with Houston, um, I think getting keeping Altuve is a smart thing, though. Like regardless of what happens with the franchise, you know, showing that effort to, uh, you know, making the effort to me is like. I don't know. I think it's a. I think oh, it's. I agree. I, I, agree. I love these kind of moves. I love it when teams, you know, even though maybe signing Altuve isn't the smartest thing to do, um, I think it's a great move for for like just doing the right thing by like your organization. And I do think that I mean five and one twenty five is pretty reasonable for Altuve. So you know he did the the club as much a favor as uh, you know him being classy for Houston, him being classy the same way back. Right. Well, didn't we have another? Yeah. Another, yeah. Another... You know, the, the, this young kid from Colleyville. Man. Yeah. This young kid from Colleyville just got what could turn into 14 years and almost $400 million from the, of all places, Kansas city Royals. So, um, there's no doubt that that was probably that that was the largest. I don't have to say probably. There's no doubt that that was the largest contract ever given out by the uh, Kansas City Royals. And man, I mean, I watched Bobby Witt play last year. He's going to be worth it. He's going to be worth that. And I mean, there's some there's some options for him in it. Um, there's some options for the club in it that can extend it. And uh, I think it turns into three and ninety after the 10th season if uh, the club picks that up and then he's got opt-outs after the 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th and 11th season I believe if I'm not mistaken and uh, um, all those years are for like 35. Man. So yeah. um, I think kind of a steal for both both um, the Kansas City Royals because who knows what the market would look like in what four or five years when he would be available um, because he's only through his second year, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, in a, in that time frame, who knows what the market could be. It could be similar, closer to 400 or 40 million a season. So um, maybe the Royals are able to split the difference by signing him early. And uh, you know, I mean, for wit, it's longevity. He's got the ability to, whenever he's, what, like 30 years old, opt out. 
So if he wants to get 10 years, even if it's from the Royals, I mean, similarly to how A-Rod did it. Remember, he had an opt-out after his, like, 32 season, and he got, like, 14 more years from the Yankees or 12 or whatever the case may be on A-Rod. So it's like, you know, for Bobby Witt, uh, you know, any of those years after seven, he can opt out, or he could just stay a lifelong Royal and, and play the next 14, you know, years of his career with the Royals. Yeah, I, I like. I think he's a great contract too because let's also not forget that let's just say Bobby Witt decides that the Royals aren't, you know, necessarily doing what they need to do to win a championship, kind of got a writing on the wall situation. Using him as kind of the, the uh, problem instead of the solution at some point down the road. Yeah, and it's not a bad, but that's not a bad contract. If you're trying to get a superstar. No, exactly. If it's a point where maybe you're ready to move on from Corey Seager at shortstop and his contract. And, uh, you know, you're you're looking at uh, making a trade to upgrade. You know, Bobby Witt might be that guy that you bring in to play hometown guy. Comes here to play shortstop. Corey Seager moves off to DH or first base. And, you know, you've already got Sebastian Walcott up and playing right field. And, uh, you know, it didn't work out with some of these young guys, maybe Carly Martha or Maximo Acosta or whoever the the guy may be. And uh, you you can bring a guy like uh, Bobby Witt here. I love it. Or, you know, you got, you got, now you move, uh, you move, uh, you know, uh, Seager over to first base, you know, uh, yeah. anyway, anyway, well, we can, we can go on and on about that, but I, I like the Bobby Witt, uh, conversation. Um, you let's... know, and it kind of leads into like, what do the Rangers do in this situation? Kind of with like a Evan Carter or a Wyatt Langford or one of these guys that's a really, uh, maybe even Josh Young. I mean, you know, I mean, it wouldn't be the lucrative deal that Bobby Witt got, but what kind of extension could those guys get? And maybe for Evan Carter, it could be similar to what uh, Bobby Witt got. Yeah, I think the Rangers are going to have some young guys that are going to um, be def- worth. Yeah, that are definitely going to be guys that we we would be considering like this kind of extension to especially if uh, Evan Carter like he's the first one I think about just because of the the proof you know he's kind of proven uh and he's proven. so young so young 21 yeah. or 22 he, he's not like young Josh Young who's 27 this year 26 or 27 yeah well talking about Josh Young I, I feel like if Josh Young stays healthy this year, man, like 100% watch out for that guy. Oh, I, I'm, I'm with you. Agree. And and getting back to this contract talk, if the, if a guy like Wyatt Langford comes through and he just, I don't know, mashes, has a insane first full season in pro ball and the Rangers are looking to do something similar to like what the – uh, Brewers did with Churio, oh. you know, that might be something I'm interested in too. Oh, well, the funny part is, is that 
Torrio got it without ever having done, even done, even had a great, didn't even have Well, a but he was, I mean, flying through their system. He, he, he's every bit the part, so I'll be interested. I imagine he'll break camp with the squad this year now that they've already put that money on him. There's no need to worry about uh, um, keeping him around for his full six years or his six-plus years or whatever that you can get out of it. So I would expect him to break camp and play center field for this for Milwaukee uh, come uh, April or the end of March when the season starts. And, uh, you know, I mean, if Wyatt Langford comes in and he just has no problem adjusting to major league pitchers in the spring and, uh, you know, puts himself in a position to be on the club at, at the beginning of the season, you know, next year at this time, I would absolutely be interested in giving that guy, you know, 11 to 14 years and keeping him a ranger his whole career. Man, gosh, I want this. I want Wyatt Langford to be what we kind of hope he's going to be. I mean, I, like, I'm even willing to, like, sacrifice Leone Tavares for it, you know? Like, oh, I mean, oh, well, you know, like, I, it, it's like that kind of thing. I mean, because I, Evan Carter, Gold Glover in the minor leagues, you know, they give one of those out uh, in center field over the course of all the leagues from from the Dominican all the way to AAA. So for him to win that gold glove and, and uh, you know, you know he's more than capable. And we saw it last year in the playoffs, some of the plays that he made. I mean, he, uh, he made Bregman's life hell out there in left field because everything Bregman hit that should have been down, he caught. Yep. Um, well, I think we've, we've, we've hit all the things. I guess the only one other one would be the arbitration. Well, well, we've got Wait. some NRIs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We did get. About, don't forget that the Rangers. Got three guys. Yeah, yeah they're going to bring back uh, Danny Duffy again. Um, Danny Duffy didn't. I don't think he really got healthy, right? Like I don't think he was really no. healthy at all no. last year. Pitched some for Frisco. Pitched some for uh, Round Rock down the stretch. But I don't think Danny Duffy was ever really healthy this past season. And I'll be looking forward to seeing if uh, a healthy Danny Duffy coming into spring training a year back from an injury is, uh, you know, possibly able to make the big league club as a left-hander with their lack of left-handed depth at the, uh, Ooh, excuse me, in the bullpen. Yeah. He could be the, he could be our, this year's version of Will Smith, you know, the guy that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Will, Will Smith was on a major league deal based on their necessity because they were so desperate last year at, at certain points with the bullpen. Um, another guy, I mean, another lefty that they're bringing in, uh, Chasen Shreve. He's been around the big leagues a long time. Uh, um, nothing super special about him, but he, you know, I mean, if he's hang, if he's hung around as long as he has, you know, I mean, he gets outs and he's uh, he's trying to be a lifer for a left-hander. Down, you know, I mean, uh, I, I don't hate him. I mean. He's going to probably compete for a job in the bullpen, and if uh, you know Brock Burke isn't in the in the spot that he needs to be come opening day, you know maybe one of those two guys may run him down. Yeah, I like the idea. Um, yeah, and I think these are these are kind of you know again these kind of signings that the Rangers do. Um, 
something's gonna something's gonna stick. That's kind of you know how it goes early on in the bullpen when you're finding out what people have got throughout the season and your or through the early parts of the year. You need guys in case guys get hurt, in case guys, you know, whatever the case may be. But you know, I mean, if you're not gonna have guys on your roster going into um, the, uh, the the season. It's always nice to have good depth and good guys there that if, uh, in the bullpen down at the farm that you can look to that can help. Ooh, ooh, I like what you did there. Well, speaking of down at the farm, um, we have just dropped another one of our down on the farm episodes. Has it dropped yet? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Dropped, dropped yesterday. So we uh, we got some stuff to talk about on there. Uh, we talked and about you get that manimal open. Don't forget that part. Oh, yes. Star. Number yeah. one, you know, yeah. manimal Bubbly. does show when I fumble the opening. It was great. And then, um, man, we talked about infield prospects that were signed on the internet, infield prospects signed in the international signings, which a couple of good ones on there. Plus, we also talked about the catcher that got signed. Uh, we talked about um, the top 10. Uh, bullpen pitchers, which I thought that was probably as intriguing of a conversation. And, and it's getting uh, deep, right? Like, I mean, I feel like they're getting to a point now where there's actually like, I mean, a handful plus of guys <laughs> that are relief pitchers that can be big leaguers this year. Yeah, and I think that's also part of kind of the evolution of the league is that you are <clears throat> developing these guys. They're not always just starting pitchers that didn't pan out. Like, Like a lot of these guys are becoming, going into, you know, going into the farm system as bullpen guys that you really are needing that you want to develop. And I think it's and a great, you're finding real, finding out real fast. Right. And I think it's cost effective too, because man, that's a great way to, to not overspend on certain roster spots. So uh, a lot of fun there. And then also we talked about a really hot topic, I think with the Rangers and that is the uh, position players at round rock. I think there's a lot of guys that really and truly like are ready to make their major league debuts like this year. And there might not be enough roster spots uh, on the Rangers forum. So well, it's- we talked about pitchers too for the round, round rock. There's so many guys that are, you know, I mean, so close to being major league ready. It's why I think the Rangers are, you know, not nearly as uh, frantic as the fans are about signing, you know, starting pitching. No, I, I agree. I think the Rangers have to find out, man. Like, it's either that or you trade them. Like it's one of the two. You don't just leave these guys in the minors and then let them go get rule five drafted and then go play somewhere else. And, and then you're just like, man, wow, that was just a way we developed this guy to go play somewhere else. So um, a lot of fun on that show. And there's a lot to talk about a lot of content. So go to our website on the world wide web at Texas Rangers with the boys.com one word or you can go to our Spotify page. It's only $1.99. You can make us your one-stop shop for all things Rangers, organization-wide, down on the farm with the boys. This is where we talk all things Rangers, minor leagues. So it's worth every penny, just a couple bucks a month. And, uh, and again, you will have all the info that you need about this team, uh, especially getting ready going into spring training. We're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about uh, once these, um, you know, spring, once we break camp. And some of these guys uh, start playing. Uh, I think there's going to be some roster shakeups. I think there will be at least two players, at least two guys that we didn't necessarily expect to break camp with the squad 
and start the major league start at the major league level. I think there's going to be at least two of them that do that that do so, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna cause us to have to make some hard decisions roster wise, which are great problems to have. Yeah, Yosi Golan and uh, Matt Broski are those two. Yeah, yeah, you know I would love that, um, but I, I, things I'm gonna, are gonna have to happen, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, let me give me give me another show or two, and I'll I'll you know me. I'm not I'm not. Hey, I'll go out there and I'll throw one. I'll throw a couple names out there because I really do think it's gonna happen. I think somebody, you know, White Langford maybe. Um, oh yeah, no. I mean, it could Mark be Spurs. Owen White. It could be. Uh, uh, yeah, um, Owen it could be, uh, you know, a handful of those guys. I mean, it yep. could be a Dustin Harris. Yeah. A guy Somebody that smashes in uh, spring training, and they're like, hey, we got no choice but to give these DH at-bats to Dustin Harris, you know. I mean, so you know, there's there's guys, and, you know, Dustin Harris, uh, you know, he can play some outfield. He can play some first base. But, uh, you know, lefty where, uh, you know, corner outfielders where they're looking for – right-handed hitting to help uh, Evan Carter early in the season. So that may not be the case. Uh, first base, Nate Lowe's a lefty, you know, but who knows, you know, he may win that DH role and nobody's even talking about Dustin Harris, but all he's done as a minor leaguer is just hit the ball. Absolutely. Absolutely. He's developing like we, we talked about him last night. I mean, he's developing into a, you know, I mean, a big dude that that's gonna, I think at some point really mash in the bit in the big leagues. No, he's a big league ball player. Period. Um, well, hey, let's talk about. Let's go do our uh, American League West. Now, I'm gonna. We're we're talking about Oakland today. So, man, oh, oh. I, the thing is, is I'm really interested in Oakland. <laughs> They're not. Yeah, like it's not as ugly as it was last year when we did it. And, and a lot of these guys have had a full year under their belt to to take in the struggles of. Uh, what was that Oakland season last year? And they're still going through it. I mean, it's not today. The Las Vegas mayor's like, we got to do everything we can to keep Oakland in Oakland and we'll keep the A's in Oakland. And so it's, it's getting interesting. It's getting dicey a little bit. Uh, um, you know, so I don't know exactly what's going to happen for uh, the A's, but, you know, as far as we know, the owners of, have put together the okay for them to move to Las Vegas. It hasn't happened yet. I did see that they're like destroying casinos on the strip to try and put it together. But, um, you know, the, the A's, as far as they go as a ball club, they're young, they're interesting. They went out and they got some guys this year that uh, may help the team that we may see, um, you know, a little bit from this year and uh, Abraham Toro and, um, you know, when you look at their, their starting pitching, they went out and they got Alex Wood and they got Ross Stripling that should help the team. Um, so I would say those guys are all going to help. Uh, JP Sears is going to be back with another year under his belt. He was a good left-hander last year. Rangers got him one time. The next time, you know, he came back, he threw a really nice game against them. They've got Blackburn still. And then, uh, you know, hopefully Louis Medina uh, starts to come around for him. And then, the, you know, uh, Mason Miller is an interesting guy, too, because he may start a bunch of games for him and be really good for him. He really was. Like, last year, I remember um, him and the other Miller for... <clears throat> Bryce for, Miller. Yeah, didn't they have, like, a, 
a pretty that a show dueling no hitter or something like yeah. that. Right? Yeah, it that, was pretty that was, stuff for a, a five six inning stretch. No, and I think that was kind of the point where like like we kind of both were looking at each other, going, "Well, Oakland always finds a way, like every three or four years, to roll a team out there and win the American League West." I don't know if this is the year, but. I feel like they're building towards one of those teams right now. Well, and when you look at their lineup, it's starting to get there a little bit. Um, uh, Ryan Noda, uh, 27 now. Um, he was a Rule 5 guy a couple of years ago from the uh, Dodgers. that He stuck up there. Um, Zach Geloff was a good player last year. He's a young guy. He was a second rounder a couple of years ago. Uh, Brent Rooker was a good player for him last year. Yeah, came out of nowhere, right? Yeah, no, he was a waiver claim in uh, 22, um, stuck with him through, you know, I mean, he he made it through the season uh, on the roster and, you know, had a really nice season. Uh, Seth Brown at first base, uh, pretty decent. You know, I think they're going to, they may even play him at, uh, in some right field situations too. Um, But he's another guy. You know, they were, he was a draft pick for them a while back. Shea Langoliers came over in the uh, Atlanta trade with, for Murphy. Um, J.J. Bladey was a trade last year that he'll probably, he'll probably play center for them or left. I'm not sure. Um, just depends. Um, but I know they, they got that kid, uh, Estuary Ruiz, that plays out there in the outfield. He might play left or he might play center too. Um, and, and, huh? He he had some stretches last year where he was really good. He, he yeah, and he's still basically his problem. Hmm. I think his big big issue was his defense. I think he was just struggling with defense, but he showed some flashes, especially when he played the Rangers. Yeah, and and I mean he stole what like fifty plus bases last year too. <laughs> um, he yeah. came over in one of those trades they made with Milwaukee in December of twenty twenty two. Um, after they came back from. The uh, or uh, the what that's what last year, so um, when they were kind of you know liquidating players, um, mm-hmm. he was a piece that came back in that. Another guy that came back in a trade, um, was uh, Daryl um, Harnais, and he's uh, you know, 22 year old kid that they're gonna probably give some at bats to at shortstop this year, and then uh. Tyler Soderstrom is a guy that's in their lineup or that should be in their lineup some that uh, he's he's um, a big time prospect, a big time draft pick. He's still 22 years old, but if he can break into the lineup, you may not see him come out of it. Um, but they've been saying that they said that a little bit last year too, and it didn't quite happen. Then they've got some veterans with Almeida's Diaz and uh, Miguel Andujar on their bench, the guys that they think is going to probably make their squad. Um, so, you know, uh, it's not great, but it's also really not bad, and they're uh, on the precipice of starting to move in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to be a team that's going to kind of give you give you some fits this year, but I think they're kind of their best years might be um, might be next year and the year after. But, again – as the Rangers showed you last year, sometimes you think a team's got a year or year to go, and uh, they show you that they're ready to go right now. Yeah, and I, and I don't know if that's going to be the case this year, but it could be the case um, in 2025. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, hey, man, you got anything else? Um. Oh, did you see that a couple of guys uh, 
are starting to win some arbitration cases. Uh, yeah. So I think that, um, do you think that, what do you think that means for, um, what do you think that know, for they were, they were quite a bit closer in price together than the Rangers and the, As- uh, or I mean the Rangers and the Dallas are. So we'll just wait and see, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Rangers still got something done to extend him to avoid it. Yeah. I would love that. I would love that. I think Adalas has earned, earned whatever. He, I mean, like if he, if he wins his arb case, he's earned that. If the Rangers give him a little bit of extra, he's earned that too. That's my, my two cents. On yeah, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that happen just for organization, uh, organizational purposes. But if it doesn't happen, if he ends up losing his arbitration case, that should just bring him in more motivated to have as big a season this year as he did last year and, and shove it in everybody's face. Well, another thing, the, the, this Rangers front office, like, yeah, they're, they're faithful to their guys, you know, like they're, they're, but they're also like, they're not, they're not too sentimental. <laughs> not what well, you can't beat, you know, you gotta, you gotta just move so, on the next day. It's, it's yeah. If it's good for business, they're going to, I think they're going to do what's good for business. And if, you know, so either way, I hope Al Dallas gets his. He, he, he deserves his flowers and he deserves his money. So uh, let's hope that let's hope that he does that. So um, anyway, man, I don't I don't got anything else unless you do. No, I got nothing else. We'll uh, we'll probably be back in a couple of days with Astros. I think we're going to talk Astros and uh, you know. Whatever happens within the the organization happens, and we'll talk about it, and uh, you know we'll we'll uh, you know put a put a spin on it, no matter what, and hopefully it's some stuff that uh, makes us happy as Texas Ranger fans. Well, I mean, at some point here in the next few days or so, like Jordan Montgomery's got to sign somewhere. Well, you're thinking that's got to get close. You know, he's a Boris that's- client that he has no problem dragging things into spring training. Yeah, another thing though, the positive, another that's a, and that's kind of another positive for the Rangers I is that we talked about the you know next Friday when they hit camp, they're able to put a handful of guys on that uh, IL for sixty days. Yeah, and also too, like Boris, Boris has been good to the Rangers uh, over the last couple of years. So you know, uh, maybe maybe these teams, this this He's these still the baseball antichrist. Of course he is, but maybe these two, this team. Um, and him, you know, maybe there's a little element of trust there that uh, has, you know, caused this situation caused this situation to stall uh, for the Rangers in the right way. So I know a lot of people believe that this thing is going to happen. That that um, you know he's going to be a Ranger for sure, and that that's a done deal. It just hasn't happened yet, but we can all hope. That's that's just that's where I'm at. I'm hoping that it becomes a done deal. So. Anyways, uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. This has been Texas Rangers with the boys. Uh, don't forget to check us out on social media, TX Rangers WTV. Don't forget to check us out on the World Wide Web at our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. And don't forget that you can subscribe to our exclusive content there for just $1.99. Down the farm with the boys. Make us your one-stop shop for all things Rangers organization-wide. And thank you for following us on your favorite podcasting platform for the 300 pound animal. This is your boy, Kev. We are Texas Rangers with the boys signing out.